you are listening to Pharmacy IT and Me, your informatics pharmacist podcast. Hey everyone, this is Tony Down. Welcome to another episode of Pharmacy IT and Me. As with every episode, we start this one saying that uh, the intended audience is everybody. So today's episode, we're going to be going back to uh, something that I did talk about in the past, but I guess we'll be talking a little bit more about it, and it's telemedicine. And this is actually a very timely topic right now with the big coronavirus uh, COVID-19 issues that's going around. And telemedicine has actually been very helpful uh, with, you know, getting people care that they need and everything like that. So today I'm just going to be going over what telemedicine is and some of the basic uses that uh, have already existed in the past and some of that uses uh, more expanded now. So uh, we'll be going over some of the different types of telemedicine technologies that's being used. So telemedicine is basically using technology to provide care or medical care uh, through a means of like communicating between information technology systems or information and communication technologies. And it uses the computer networking technologies to deliver and support that kind of care. So uh, some of these services like that exist out there, one of them would be teleconsulting, and this would be between clin- clinicians and patients. So when patients need to see their doctor, but they can't actually go in because of situation like COVID-19, where there's a risk of them going into the office, and if they do have COVID-19, they give it to someone else then they can do a teleconsulting where they visit their provider through a telemedicine visit. And the advantages of this is that, you know, like I said, it's not going to be putting the patient at risk for getting disease from other patients there or maybe spreading the disease they have to someone else. It's also nice that the provider themselves are also shielded from a maybe highly contagious disease like COVID-19. And they're still being able to be giving care to these patients. And the other thing too is that it could also be a patient with a chronic condition that needs to see their doctor, but then they can't because they are immunocompromised and they don't want to be in a risky environment. Then teleconsulting can be a way that they can see their doctor and get some of the service that they need from their doctor without having to physically go in. Another uh, method of telemedicine is telediagnosis. And this goes between physicians and clinicians. Basically, this allows a clinician to have like uh, equipment from a remote place and then they can actually remotely control it or remotely like diagnose a patient with that equipment. So it's not like it could be miles away or it could be just in the next room, but it's a way of using technology that's not like right in front of you, like physically like touching it, but it's using a computer network to control it and then be able to help with diagnosis that way. One other telemedicine service is rooted in the paramedic side, and this is actually a little bit more complex. It's through uh, Tele A&E, which is Accident and Emergency Service. And they provide like high resolution digital images along with vital signs of the patient collected in a remote location who is going to be transferred to a hospital with uh, maximum reliability and minimum delay. And then some of these systems may also provide video conferencing as well. Telemonitoring services is between nursing and patient, right? So they're monitoring the patient to see if there's anything going on that may be um, abnormal. So they use telemonitoring services to kind of see like, if the patient is doing well or if they're like declining. And one of the other ones that's pretty scary to think about is telesurgery. It's probably the most convoluted application because it really needs high precision and no lag or anything like that. So you're performing a surgical operation from a remote location. The apparatus has to have a very, very high degree of movement in all the directions on all axes. And there's no obstruction in the view so that the surgeon can see it with good clarity. So in telesurgery, they actually have a set of requirements. They need to have sensors that are capable of capturing just the slightest movement of the surgeon's hand in real time with extreme precision. And then they also need to have cameras that deliver super, super clear images to see uh, any obstructions, you know, anything that's a little bit unclear. They need to see all of that. 
They also need to have actuators that exactly replicate the 3D hand movements as interpreted by the sensors with no time delay. And they also need a communication network that's fast enough, like a network, an internet network, that's fast enough to deliver all of these uh, types of data in both directions and reliable enough to make sure that there's no errors throughout the entire operation. So I didn't want to go into too much more detail. just wanted to give you kind of an overview of what type of telemedicine services are out there. This is obviously not an inclusive list, all-inclusive list or anything like that, but um, at least you have a better idea of what it is. And it's going to be here to stay during the whole COVID-19 crisis. It's shown that the telemedicine services are very beneficial and uh, effective for getting care to patients when they need it most. If you like our show, please share with your friends, or you can help us out by writing a review on Apple Podcasts or any of your other favorite podcasting services. You can also check us out on social media, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or LinkedIn, and you can also reach out to me at Tony at PharmacyITME.com. If you want to network, you can check out the Pharmacist Select group at PharmacistConnect.com, which is P-H-A-R-M-A-C-I-S-T-S-C-O-N-N-E-C-T.com. There's different topic channels, including informatics, and I've met some great colleagues on there, and I look forward to connecting with you as well. Thank you again for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode of Pharmacy IT me. And remember, technology is a tool, patient care is the goal.